Hi everybody. Welcome to the growing. Becoming a strength coach. I am your host, Isaiah Wilson. Um so last time I was just the uh the introduction to the growing. And now I wanted to get into um truly how I became uh who I am. And what I believe are the small things that led to me um, finally opening my own business and being, becoming a strength coach, really. Um, I really can't pinpoint when it really started, but I do know that in high school, all I wanted to do was to be an engineer and, um, yeah, it didn't really play out too well. I, <laughs> I went to college for engineering for two years and I played, um, D3 lacrosse there. And, um, you know, it, I should have known back then that it wasn't a thing for me. I mean, it was very interesting. It was a topic that I was into, but to make a career out of it, it just didn't seem right for me you know, but definitely I'll tell you one thing that I always focused on was, you know, becoming a better lacrosse player. And I was in college. Um, my coaches weren't really strength coaches, but you know, they helped out when they could. Um, but I was always in the weight room, you know, and I would always wake up at least three or four days a week. Um, depending on when my class started and I would do early morning, like first thing when the gym opened and I'd be there working out for like an hour and a half or so. But the funniest thing was that, you know, I had to make my own programs, really. And it was fun going out onto the internet, trying to figure out, like, what's the best way to lose weight, gain muscle, get faster, stronger, all this stuff. And, you know, that was, that was, that was awesome. That was me. And the funniest thing is that I would do that for an hour and a half in the morning and then go to one of my classes where, you know, where my degree, what, what my degree was for. And then I'd, you know, in the off season, I'd probably just hang out after class or, you know, I'd go to practice, uh, during, during the season. So, you know, it was like, it was a really active lifestyle. And after I graduated from college, I told myself, I'm going to go in as an engineer. I'm going to make a lot of money. And when I retire, I'm going to be a personal trainer. Well, <laughs> I graduated with a job in engineering. I lasted like all of like seven months. And they laid me off. And initially I was like, oh, I got to go back into engineering. I got to go back into engineering. So I tried and I couldn't get any other jobs. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm retired from engineering now. I guess it's time to go into personal training. And then um, I was laid off in January. And then July, I signed up for the local community college. Because they had a exercise science there. And bada bing, bada boom. One thing led to another. That's same year, I believe, um, I went for my PT cert or my CPT cert, um, and passed. And, um, that was all within a year. And then right after I passed, um, I was hired, uh, that following January. So I go from being laid off in like January, 2015 to being a personal trainer in January, 2016. So you know, it was definitely, it was definitely a whirlwind of, uh, changes, 
but it was great and I loved it. And I haven't really, you know, looked back ever since because, you know, what I had to do was I had to, I had to take a leap on myself. And I always, I always try to do that. But this one was a big leap because I went from having a lot of money and, you know, making a lot of freaking money and not enjoying myself. And, you know, the best thing that could have happened to me was being laid off. And to change careers, I was probably uh, 20 at the time, 20, 21 at the time. To change careers, that's 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 big, but, you know, you're still young, so you still have time to make up for it. And, um, you know, ever since then, it's just been like, you know, I had to speak to the right people, I had to know the right people, and I had to keep my circle involved. And one thing I had to do was, at the time, well, my, at the time, girlfriend, now my wife, though, um... I had to tell her, I want, I want to start all over again. Like, I need to start all over again. And, you know, God bless her soul, because I believe she believes in me even truly when I don't believe in myself, because the other, uh, a few months ago, back, a few months back, she told me, um, you know, I never really have to worry about you when it comes to, like, not having work. And I was like, What? And she says, somehow, some way, you always manage to land on your feet. And I said, interesting. <laughs> and I was like, how long has it been like this? She's like, oh, it's been like that since uh, forever. <laughs> so, you know, it's good to have that, that confidence in your significant other to, you know, believe in you like that. And if you want to take a leap of faith, that's what you need to do. That's what you need to have. You don't need to have this big you know, group of friends that know all about your business and everything. Like, you just need to have, you know, one person, just one person that believes in you, that will take you to the next level, you know, and that person will push you. And you have to always be able to willing, willing to be sitting, sit down with that person and let them know, like, you know, if I'm going to take this step back, I need you there. If I'm going to take this step forward, I need you there. And that's what's always pivotal for me. Um, because, you know, I've been a trainer now since, you know, technically 2015, but I've really been training people, you know, since before then, really, um, you know, I'd pick up people, I'd be like, yo, you know, I know you're into this, can you help me out, can you give me some guidance, and, you know, that's, you know, I've always been able to do that since probably, like, junior year of high school, so, you know, it was always there, it was just a matter of it, you know, being shown to me. And, you know, I, I, I want you guys to understand that you really do have one life to live. You really do. And you need to go after it, after any opportunity that feels right, you know, because I've worked in a couple commercial facilities and, you know, they felt right at the time, but, you know, for me personally, I've always hated working for other people. I always wanted to maximize my potential, but when you work for other people, they put a number on you. And I don't like it when people put a number on me like that. 
you know, and what I mean is like minimum wage or like, you know, when you're a personal trainer, you're making commissions and you want to be able to maximize your potential, maximize your earnings as best as you can. And when I first started this, I would say, ah, 10 bucks, 10 bucks. And then I started going to college for personal training or exercise science, really. And I was like, eh, 20 bucks. But now I see my potential. And now, you know, I charge people, you know, uh, one flat fee of uh, right now it's 50 bucks, you know. And that's where I see my potential. That's where I see I'm most worth, you know. And, you know, you have to think about it as what is your worth? You know, and this goes more into a, a financial aspect now. It's like, what do what do you want to charge and do you feel comfortable with that and my best thought process behind it is find a price that you think is perfect by how many people say oh you know you're a little too high out of my price range but i think i can afford it and people are just like you know oh you know like this is you know like this is too expensive and like this is this is like you know this is too cheap and you want to find that happy medium where people are like oh man like you know it's pushing it but i think i can handle it you know what i mean and you know be willing to work with people you know um i let people buy packages but i say you know what i know life is hard out there and you know 50 percent deposit down i'll train you and you just have to pay the rest of 50 percent off um until your uh package is up you know, or within 30 days of the package or something like that. And it, it's, it helps people understand. It's like, yes, I want my money, but I also want to help you. And this is going to be like a symbiotic relationship. I'm going to work off of you and you're going to work off of me. And we're going to make this work for both of us. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And, and I'll be honest, being with a personal, being a personal trainer, being a strength coach, whatever it is. It, it's not that lucrative in the beginning, no matter what you guys see on Instagram or, you know, Facebook or whatever. It's not that lucrative in the beginning. You have to be willing to work. As uh, Brett Bartholomew always says, you have to put a little skin in the game. Like you really got to learn what your niche is. Because a lot of people will say, oh, I'm going to be a personal trainer. And it's like, well, what are you specializing? And it's like, oh, I specialize in, in weight loss and this and that. Do you, or like what really piques your interest? And for me, it was always athletes. It was helping athletes get better at their sport, no matter what it was, no matter what the goal, get better at that sport. And once they go in season, they'll see the results. You know what I mean? Like they'll see the big results, like they're being successful on the field and all this. And that's what the main focus was for me. Um, but you know, when you take that leap, you know, expect to have some days where, or even months where you might not be able to make some bills. <laughs> you might not have enough money to eat or things like that. And you have to be willing to go through that and know that this, this field is only lucrative the longer you stay in it. You know, and um, it takes its mental toll on you too. Um... You know, I've been with my wife for nine years now, um, and, well, she's, we're engaged, but we're getting married, but I call her my wife anyway, because it's been nine years, like, you know, you're married, um, 
she's seen me have a lot of breakdowns in the past four to five years of what I wanted to do, who I wanted to become. And I've seen a lot of breakdowns with her. And you mentally have to talk to somebody. You mentally have to take breaks, whether that's vacations or, you know, mental health days, as my wife likes to call it. Um, And you have to have time for yourself. And that's what I've realized, especially this year, 2019. I focused, yes, on going out and getting it, getting everything I can. But at least once or twice a month, I'll schedule in my own schedule. Like, I'll literally put it in there. Like, you know, I'll do a a 60-minute float bath. Or, you know, I'll just, you know, go out and have a quick drink. Or something to be different than training and talking. That's the difference. And this should apply to anything, you know. I... I never knew that I wanted to open my business at the age of 25. Like, you know, for me, I thought when somebody opens a business, they should be like 30 or 40. And I'm doing this at the age of 25. And, you know, for me so far, I'm making the goals that I want because I made realistic goals. You know, and that's what you have to do with anything. Whether you start your own business, whether you're just starting something new, stop setting the goals so high that you can't attain them. You know what I mean? Or it just takes too long to attain them. Like, from now on, I don't think 10, 15 years ahead in most things other than, like, life insurance and retirement. But it's like, when it comes to little things, like, how many clients do I want to get this month? You know? How many people do I want to come in contact this month? What do I want this current month? How do I want it to be different than the month from last month in the sense of financials and like what I'm doing to further myself and my future family. You know what I mean? And that's how you have to think. And whenever you go into something new, you want to go in with a positive attitude, but also understand that it's going to be rough no matter what. When I started this business, I honestly said, I'm going to make this business as successful as possible. But I also said, with the situation that I'm in, I said, the first year, maybe the second year are going to be the hardest. Because one, I'm learning how to manage money for just my income now. Like, I don't have anybody else signing my checks. Like, I have to go out and get it. But also, like, you know, I, I have this building that I'm in charge of. Do Am I making the rent? Am I making sure everything's up, like, you know... Am I getting, like, my furnace serviced and, like, all these things to make sure that my clients are as comfortable as possible when they get in? And that I'm as comfortable as possible when I get in. Because sometimes it's a warehouse that I have my business in. It's cold. (laughs) During the wintertime, it's cold. There's sometimes where I'm wearing, like, a winter jacket and it's only, like, you know, 35 degrees outside. But I'm training people with, like, a winter jacket on. But, you know, that's just because, you know, it's a warehouse, so you have your leaks. But, you know, it's, it's learning who you are, what you are, and what you have to deal with. And that's, to me, the biggest difference in working for somebody else and working for yourself. And there's nothing wrong working for somebody else, okay? That's why we have jobs out there. But it's just, you know when it's right that you are ready to be on your own. And if you are meant to be on your own, 
it will work out for you. But if you're not meant to be on your own, go to a local facility, try to get hired, get or just get hired and work there. You can make a lot of money there too because now you don't have to really go out into the world and get clients. You know, they're going to be right there in that focused area. Where for me, I have to talk to the world. Like whenever I go out, I'm responsible for the world now. Like the world is always going to be looking at me. You know what I'm saying? So it's little things like that that you have to think about um, that, you know, before you take that leap, like I'm always saying go for it, but I'm always a very cautious thinker. Like I like to think at least a little bit about on it, you know, and think about it just a little bit. If you know it's right and it's gonna, it's, it's a, it's a great moment when in your heart, you know that it's right to be on your own. You're going to do it. And you're going to be happy about it. And it's going to suck, but it's going to be like that good suck when, like, you know, you can, you know, you're in the right place. All right. So, hey, if you guys want to, um, if you guys want to contact me, uh, I do have a lot of platforms out there. You could just Google Valley Sports and Performance in New Paltz, New York. That is my own business. And you can contact me through there. Or, you know, um, my my Instagram, Siete Uno Seventy One, or you know my face, eh, not so much my Facebook, but um, definitely follow me on my Facebook page of uh, Valley Sports Performance. Um, you can even follow me on Twitter if you like. I'm not on it so much, but it's uh, Coach Zay Seventy One. Um, I'm willing to talk to you guys and help all the young trainers out there figure out how to manage their own careers and you know give them just little tips and tricks on what to do in certain situations come up. All right. Uh, have a good holiday, Ivano. If you guys don't hear this before the holidays, um, or whatever it is, and um, just keep getting after it, guys. All right. Bye.